You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Welcome to Season 3 and Episode number 150 of the Daily Beaver Morning Show here on the Cryer Media Network. Today, recording day, is Wednesday, June 27th, 2023, and it looks like it's going to be thunderstorms here at the Beaver Lodge. And that means my tennis match will probably be postponed. Oh, well. Um, Also, uh, I don't know if he's at the lodge this morning, but it is Kit Jim's birthday. So happy birthday to you, my friend. I hope you have a fantastic one. Good morning to you, Kit Kit Linda, Kit Jillian, Kit Toronto D. Oh, you, I think you might be a happy man today. Good morning, Kit Jen. Hello, you lovely soul. Kit Daily Beaver. Kit, uh, let's see, who else do we have here? Mike H., oh, lovely to see you. How you doing? Um, I'm your host. The Eager Beaver, pronouns he, him, he, Mr. Beaver A. And with me, as always, is my dear friend, Mr. Grizzly. Of course, a big thank you goes to our podcast founding sponsors, The Pepper Master, The Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. We have a Wednesday morning nibble for you. But first, Mr. Grizzly, how's your mental health today? Well, good morning, Mr. Gr- uh, Mr. Beaver. <laughs> I'm... I, I, I'm not doing the best this morning. I purchased coffee yesterday, but I um, I was not attentive because I was not I was not caffeinated. So I, I ended up buying decaf coffee. So 
It's not really doing what it's supposed to do. It's just brown water at this point. Yeah, that's not that's not not what I need it for. I mean, I like I need a hot steaming beverage first thing in the morning, but 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 it needs to be a caffeinated beverage because you know, Daddy doesn't get his caffeine; he gets a little sleepy. So yeah. I could be better. <laughs> it's funny though. It's just as funny the second time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's it's, uh, it's it's good. It's good because it's funny. It is. <laughs> the, um, the kids need to understand that when we were talking before we started, I asked Mister Grizzly how he was doing, and he told me this. <laughs> I got the the giggles right away, and I said I shouldn't be laughing because I know. For a lot of people, coffee is very, very vital. I can't relate, yes. but I mean, so. <laughs> and he said, let's just start the show. And I thought, okay, well, I don't know. But it's just as funny the second time. <laughs> I think so. I think it's hilarious. And I'm the one suffering, but I think it's hilarious because it was my own <laughs> ignorance. And, and oh, are. wow. <laughs> um, in the news, of course, uh, the big headline uh, that we were all watching in Canada was the results of uh, the mayoral by-election in Toronto. And um, I think that um, we have something to be happy about. Well, yeah, I think um, uh, Toronto is moving in the right direction after years of, of well conservative politics, if you want to call it that, uh, basically crony capitalism, where they would just continue to serve their wealthy donor overlords and say, screw the people. And, you know, tent cities get set up because of the homeless problem. And what do they do? They send in the police to break them up and arrest them. It's like, really? <laughs> so I, I think, uh, I think Doug Ford's in for a bit of a shock here by awarding mayors with the extra powers He's just awarded a mayor with extra powers that does not see eye to eye with him on what they're going to do to Ontario Place. He's in for some stuff, and I'm mm. here for it. Yeah, I was seeing tweets yesterday. Doug Ford is about to go through some things, and <laughs> all, you know these types of jokes. And but um, yeah, um, so uh, in case our listeners have been living under a rock, um, Olivia Chow despite the massive effort from the entire Canadian conservative movement, whether federal or provincial or local, all, all like even like, like province outside of Ontario as well, like just all weighing in. I mean, we had a mayoral race in which the premier of the province timed Ford Fest. Mm. As some type of infomercial for Mark Saunders, even put his like camp, <laughs> campaign sign on his lawn. We had the mayor, ex-mayor John Tory, actually weighing in with an endorsement on the yeah, that's weird. Race that's to weird. replace him that he resigned yeah, nobly, but still in disgrace. I don't understand it. You should not be, when you resign because of a scandal, 
you don't have any say. You should not be taking a public say in who should succeed you at all. Agreed. You should not be seen as organizing anything. You should just stay the oomph out of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is like, that's happening. It's like, is nobody going to say anything? Really? Really? We're, we're just going to let that slide now. Uh, okay. <laughs> right? Um, and then you had um, Doug Ford actually saying that an Olivia Chow um, win would be a mitigated disaster. So welcome to your mitigated disaster, Toronto. Yes. You brought it upon yourself. The people have spoken. Uh, you made him do this. <laughs> Doug, you, forced you, made the, you made Toronto do this. They told you, don't make us vote chow. They told you. But you made him do it. Mm-hmm. Well, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Hmm. He tried it again, eh? It would be an unmitigated disaster to vote for. Her. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is a this good time, question uh, from this Billy. time. Uh, yeah, yeah. This time, uh, somebody slapped back, and that the that the other tweet was, "How soon?" Because Jillian has it right. How soon will he try to recall Queens Park? It's like, how soon are we going to start seeing a uh, soft mayor powers bill? <laughs> <laughs> She's oh, got I, literally, I mean, because the house is already adjourned for the summer, mm, right? So she she can get to work immediately. Mm, oh, Dougie, you did it to yourself. Short-sightedness, can't see past the end of his nose, and look what he's done. He thought he had it in the bag with Mayor Don Tory. Mm-hmm. Of course, you always have to figure that everybody has a fatal flaw. Oh, yeah. Everybody. That's why we all have a secret garden. I'll tell you what my kryptonite is. I'll <laughs> tell you what it is right now. Is. <laughs> oh, my kryptonite? It's when my lovely girlfriend, Bridget, comes over and starts to play music on her phone in my house. Here's the problem with that. Do you know how much audio equipment I have in my apartment? I have two sound systems in my bedroom, for Christ's sake. I have a recording studio. I have 20 grand worth of audio equipment on my console. And she's like, I'm just going to play something like not on your phone. I will connect a phone to a Bluetooth thing and you can play to your heart's content. But that's my kryptonite. <laughs> I have spent 35 years building my sound system. 35 years, literally. It's 20 grand worth, 35 years of my life to build that because yep. I'm, I don't have money. So, yeah. And she wants to play music on her iPhone. That's my <laughs> kryptonite. She knows it. She's is she watching this right now. She's laughing her ass off. She does it now just to bug me because she thinks it's funny. It's my kryptonite. Oh, man. So, yeah, uh, Olivia Chow wins, and like you said, she can get right to work, and I think this might also create some problems from the green belt issue, because I would assume, I would assume, I may be wrong, because I don't know the history, but I would assume, given her NDP roots, that maybe she already has some links into the indigenous community. I would think, yeah. Yeah. It's it's about to get very interesting what takes place in Toronto. I don't know what... uh... I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm curious to see. 
Mm-hmm, I seem mm-hmm. to be having some video problems on my, on my end here. I don't yeah. know what the issue is. So it was a way tighter race than was expected. Oh, yes. Uh, because uh, the effort to, um, well, basically everyone against Chow, there was a very, very coordinated right-wing effort, and it seemed to um, all funnel in to uh, Anna Balao. Mm-hmm. Uh, his campaign and um based on the um polling projections the amalgamate amalgamated polling proje- projections uh olivia chow like we saw with the graph still that momentum that we saw did uh show up she got a higher um, uh, higher percentage of the vote than uh the final amalgamated poll showed but so did anna balao Oh yeah, she she and did by, get a, uh, and, it was, and by it was a lot. A, it was a tight race between the two of them actually, and by a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I think it was it was saying that like something like Chow was going to get about like thirty three something, and Balao was going to get like twenty six something, uh, and it ended up being about a five percent spread, which is still important, uh, mm-hmm. but it wasn't close to double digits or double digits. Um, Mark Saunders um, did not do well. No. So, um, a certain premier is wearing lots of egg on his face, um, (laughs) made a conciliatory statement that he intends to work with Olivia Chow, uh, after a few days earlier saying that would be an unmitigated disaster. So, uh, hello, Cirque du Soleil, if you need, uh, someone to do a tumbling pass for you. I think we have somebody, we, we have someone for you. He already would look good in a clown outfit. Riding a tricycle. And I like this statement from Linda. As much as I like that she won, I love that Dougie's Choice Saunders did so badly. That's that's the story. That's the narrative. Now, add that on top of the PP not doing well in by-elections in the... All of a sudden, and uh, Justin Trudeau suddenly uh, flipping Ontario on the uh, amalgamated polls so much that now the Liberals have the better chances of winning the most seats. And that's three statistical mm-hmm. public telling you something knees right into the nards of the conservative movement. And on the are, other side of the spectrum, are you hearing seagulls or am I losing my mind? You're very, very fuzzy. Um, no, no, no. I'm hearing seagulls. Oh yes. Yes. Outside my window. Yes. Okay. Then I'm not losing my mind. I'm you're like, not losing where the mind. hell is that? You know, I can't do directional because of my hearing loss. Right. So I'm like, I don't know where the hell it's coming. So, it, okay, good. So yeah. I'm not losing my mind. No, no. That, that, that was uh, nature outside my window. Yeah. I'm not smelling um, burnt toast is what I'm getting at. No, 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 no. You're perfectly <laughs> fine. These Thank are you. Just good. things that Thank happen you. at the beef lunch. Yeah, I know, I know, I know that, I know the camera's fuzzy. I don't know why I think my processor, but I'm looking at all the numbers and it looks fine. So I don't know what's going on. Right. I might have to reboot. Right. Um, so, um, yes. So you've got the narratives of Saunders doing terribly, uh, Ford wearing an egg on his face, another blow, uh, to the conservative movement, which will probably in full blown panic now because I mean, they've lost Fortress Toronto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Um, and now, um, also, um, Josh Matlow, um, 
who had been regarded yeah. by many as having run the best campaign, agreed. Um, came very, 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 very close to taking fourth. Um, so while Mark Fury is maybe going outside, I finished fourth. It was like by tenths mm -hmm. of a percent, and he too did not get the polling. So all the extra that Anna Blau got came from Saunders and came from Fury. Mm -hmm. It was a vote. But at the same time, it appears that that Main Street poll that came out saying that things were tightening and were within uh, within double digits prompted more people or also acted to motivate the progressive vote to come out mm -hmm. as well. Um, Olivia Chow won uh, some awards uh, in Scarborough, which, according to the coverage I was watching on CP24, seemed to surprise the oh, people. Okay. I was like, she went out there? <laughs> it's like, yeah. And um, when the concession speeches uh, were given, um, Josh Matlow was fired up. I did see his, and, and he was, uh, you know what? He ran a great campaign, and I liked everything he had to say. I did. Mm -hmm. I honestly did, and I thought, I think he could make a good uh, politician someday. Um, mm -hmm. He seems to believe everything he says. I don't think he's, uh, you know, saying things just to win points, because he said, look, we need to fix the city, and we're going to have to pay for it. That's true. Yeah. It, it costs it's money. Awesome. And, and we need people to get over the fact. Well, Toronto, like the, the uh, uh, property taxes in Toronto are ridiculously low, like insanely low. I think they're the lowest in the country for a city uh, over a million people. Chow, a progressive NDP, campaigned on a modest property tax hike. Mm-hmm. And I think the I think citizens have come to the realization that look, this has to happen. It has yeah. to happen. Polling and polling after polling keeps on showing that people do not mind paying more taxes if they see what they get for it. Case in point, all of Scandinavia. People in Scandinavia are proud to pay their taxes. They feel it's their civic honor and duty to do so. They also get to see a return on their investment, right? Because that's what taxes are, an investment in your future, an investment in your community, investment in your infrastructure. When you get to see that, people will support it. You know, well, there's going to be... in Finland, they get to see a country with no homelessness. None, zero, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because of the housing first strategy. Mm -hmm. right? And then, so, and then the other... Um, thing I was looking, oh, sorry, I was at the concession speeches. Uh, yes, I saw that. I was hoping you would put that comment up. No, you are actually in real life that fuzzy from lack of caffeine, Mr. Grizz. I'm sure you can feel it. Yes, I, I do feel that fuzzy. <laughs> I think your computer needs some caffeine too. It, might, it may very well, yes. <laughs> um, so uh, the other uh, concession speech I, I found interesting was actually Mitzi Hunter's. Mitzi Hunter's, sorry. Mm -hmm. um, she was also I supportive. Speaking style. Mm -hmm. yeah, she I mean, was also it's supportive. Not, uh, yeah, but it's it, it's not loud and it's not in your face and it's, like, yeah. and it's slower. Mm -hmm. um, but it is really comforting <laughs> and warm and well, inviting. 
I, 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 this is the first time I've ever seen her really speak. Mm-hmm. I know that she's done some really, we talked about her. She's done, she's done some great stuff with, uh, uh, on trying to get guns off the street and that type of stuff. But she's, um, I like her. Like immediately I got, I had very, very wonderful impression of her. Mm-hmm. Well, um, she had a decent platform as well. Uh, to be yeah. honest with you, I thought anyway, one that, you know, good social programs and, and let's, let's make the city the place we want it to be. I mean, look, the city's been sold out to developers for years. And I see a lot of that happening here in the city of Ottawa as well. And if you understand what I'm talking about, it's like there are more construction cranes in Ottawa now than there ever have been in the history of the city. It's just incredible the amount of construction going on here. So if you work in a trade and you need work, there's plenty here in Ottawa or Toronto. There's more work than you can handle. Oh, by the way, Montreal as well right now. Like... It's just insane for, for development. I don't know who's paying for it. Every time I see a new construction crane go up, I'm like, who the hell is covering the cost of this? I know banks will invest, but if it's a condo, you have to have, what, 70% sales before you can put a shovel in the ground? Mm-hmm. Unless you're a certain developing developer in this city, in which case you're a multi-billionaire, so you just, uh, 20% sales, let's just build it. And I've mm-hmm. seen that company do it a number of times. Yeah. Um, other things going on, uh, of course, there's some historical elements. Um, Olivia Chow becomes the first person of color ever mm-hmm. to become mayor in one of the world's most multicultural cities. Yeah. Again, how is this a first? Yeah, I know. Weird. Right? In, a, in a city like Toronto, particularly, how is this a first? Mm-hmm. The first woman this century, mm-hmm. and only the third woman ever, and the first woman since 1977. Yeah. Again. Only three women in yeah. the whole history of Toronto? And, and, Only one person? Of, really? Saga had Hurricane Hazel for what, 100 Ever. years? <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Right? So, you know, and I mean, when's the last time uh, we've seen a mayoral race in a major city where the women were the top two vote getters? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, and I think, I think, look, we say, you know, smash the patriarchy and, and there's a certain amount of that that I completely agree with because old white men have been in power for far too long. And hey, guys, it's time to step aside and let the ladies give it a shot because I don't, I don't think they can make it any worse than it already is. And I'm mm-hmm. saying that to, to appease the the white males who may be listening to this and go into panic mode when they hear me say that. But it's like, listen, there are brilliant leaders out there that are women who who should be given the opportunity. Because, mm-hmm. like, look, a lot of people hate Trudeau, fine. But there's a great number of them that will say, well, he's been smart enough to surround himself with brilliant women. I, I mean, you know, Freeland, Anand, Jolie, Come on, that's an all-star lineup right there. And there are people who hate those women because they're women in positions of power and are way more accomplished than most white men who just continually fail up in life. I know I'm, I'm sort of ranting this morning, but come on, like it's time we step aside and give somebody else the opportunity. Like if you fail, you fail, but let, let you, let them fail on their own merit. Let them succeed on their own merit. Like, Give them an extra equal chance to fail or succeed. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I don't think they can make it any worse, right? 
<laughs> Jeez. And uh, two other although, sort of. Although, although, hang on, one sec. Let's stop for just a second. Every now and then, there's an example of, oh, that was a bad decision. Julie Province Payette. of Alberta. Julie Payette, Jody Wilson Raybould. Yeah. Every now and then, there's going to be I an example say. of it, yeah. and and you're going to have the patriarchy say, "See, this that's guy. why we can't." I'm like, "Oh, for Christ's sake!" Well, that's that that's that was the one thing, right? And that, but that was the same pressure that uh, President Barack Obama faced. Yes. Right. He had to be the perfect human being. Period. Yeah. He, he had to basically be a human unicorn because. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, we can't do that again. And he was a perfect unicorn. They still did. Oh my God, we can't do that again. Because then they tried to started to change election laws and tried to eventually just mm -hmm. mount a coup. <laughs> so it was like, wow, gee, that's that's a lot of black lash. Oh, that was good. That was good. <laughs> you can TM. Uh, oh, that's probably been said before, has it? Probably, I would assume. Yeah. Um, the other two things I noticed. Uh, talking about concession speeches. This guy. Uh, what do you notice? Kids aren't too close to him. There is a... Where's the color? What do you mean? This is know. all gray. Oh, oh, oh. Like his suit is gray. His blue has some grayish in it. The background is gray. She's wearing black. All of this, his campaign thing is gray. And then I went back and it made me think immediately this again, all muted dead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He was trying to present himself as the momentum candidate. Can you say drab? And this is what I don't understand is that the room where you're going to do your concession speech or your victory speech, that's picked out long before. They knew what color that drape was behind them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who recommended he wear that? Who recommended they all wear that? I don't know. Who recommended that color? So his his you know, kids are like, I'm tired. Don't I make want it to go white. Home. Make, put a pop of color somewhere there. Yeah. This is boring as dude his clearly you like have no good friends his wife looks like that actor um oh no sorry uh she she used to um she appeared on uh, a law and order svu for a number uh, uh there was like a multi-arc episode where she ran like a um a sex ring or something like that i can't remember the no. name of the actor but she kind of looks like her I'm not. I'm not insinuating anything by that. I, by the way, I'm just. No, no. That yeah. was the the role yeah, I, I mean, remember. Yes. No. So that's like, oh, well, that's an interesting example. No, <laughs> that was not Freudian by any stretch of the imagination. It was just the most prominent role I could remember her in recently. Um, she looks just like her, but I can't remember what her name is. She's been in a ton of stuff. Uh, she's been a character actor for decades, but I, yeah. I can't remember her name. Okay. But she looks like her. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was a little. I don't know. The PR guy in me just said, dude, you should. I was just going to say he has no gay friends, but John Baird. Mm -hmm. But then he's an unfabulous gay yeah, person. John, so. John, John is. <laughs> John is also pretty gray. <laughs> Very. I know, John. Uh, I, 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 I keep on telling you, kids, I know it's Pride Month like this, but we're not. Not all of us are fabulous. Yeah, not everybody's fabulous. No. It's like. 
cha-cha, if you're a fabulous gay person and you're surrounded with a whole bunch of other fabulous gay persons, the first time you meet your unfabulous gay person, it's like meeting your hero when they turns out to be a dick. It's, it's soul crushing. It is soul crushing. I'll take your word for it. I think that's hilarious. It changes your world. That's funny. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> it takes all kinds to make a world. There are unfabulous gay people. Mm. <laughs> Just like the one, because, you know, the, the we have like the not a, you know, not a drag queen and not a trans that every time somebody gets attacked, you know, arrested for pedophilia. Because one day there will be a trans person or a gay person will be arrested for pedophilia and that person will become the poster boy or poster girl oh yes yeah, yeah. For, forever they yes. represent the entire spectrum yes but it's like well of course there will be at least one Odds statistically are. yeah <laughs> it takes all kinds <laughs> i don't understand why people find this difficult mm. oh i have a graphic <laughs> a for concept. you i need to show you i don't know if you saw this last night this is uh this is sort of in the realm of what you just spoke about it's right it's right on the periphery let me put this on the screen and then we'll leave it up for a second then i'll read it out loud for the listeners um this mm. person has mm -hmm. issues yep. this is uh, at sister inferior her name is kaya masters here's what you ghouls don't understand now this part i'm going to have a hard time reading I will accept, this is what this woman has to say, not mm -hmm. me, because no, mm -hmm. this woman has to say this. I will accept one 10-year-old forced to give birth to her father's child every year to stop 30,000 plus other abortions. Mm -hmm. You sick, twisted individual. You, you need counseling. Yeah, but here's the thing when she says, here's what you ghouls don't understand. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no, I understand that fully. Yeah. I understand that you would do yeah. that. Yeah. I do understand. You're not telling me anything that does not. We already know this. This is not a shock. No. We understand. Yeah. And we she's understand calling us the ghouls, that. though. We're the ghouls. Yeah. yeah. But we, we understand that you would do that. That's why we're doing what we're doing. Yes. We see you. Trust us. We see you very clearly. We know exactly who you are. <laughs> we understand, sister. What a, understand what a disgusting that. human being. Seriously. Seriously. Speaking of disgusting human beings, um, the last little bit, tidbit from the mayoral thing was I had a personal, personal sort of wager with the universe as to whether a certain celestial candidate mm -hmm. would get the over or under on 1%. Oh, and, and literally, by the slimmest of margins, Mr. Grizzly, I have to announce that the people who took the over 1% rather wow. than the under on Chris Sky. 1. 1.1%. 1. 
So I was really hoping for at least 0.9. <laughs> there's at least 8,001 people in Toronto who need um, therapy. But now, and I'm trademarking it here, henceforth, he shall be known as Mr. 1.1%. Mm-hmm. They're all with us. Everybody supports us. No, they fucking don't. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you have a bunch of cheerleaders standing behind you, cheering you on, does not mean that's everybody. <laughs> ooh, 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 breaking news. Oh, what's that? Breaking news. Kit Mateo oh, yes, graduates sir. kindergarten today. Way to go, little buddy. There you go, man. Applause. You're going to be a big boy before you know it. You'll be in grade one in September and... It's all uh, it's all uphill from here. Well it's done, all uphill my from here. The eager beaver says, way to go, little man. That's the way to do it. Get in there. Yeah. Get you, get you a diploma. Did go get, get your education. Did they give diplomas for kindergarten graduation? I don't know. It's, I don't know. I, I graduated kindergarten in 1972, so. Yeah, 78, <laughs> so... I just, I, I don't give me a diploma when I graduate kindergarten. Give me an ice cream cone. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't think we graduated. I just think we passed. Because I remember yeah. being on the swing set swinging. I passed to grade one. I passed to grade one. <laughs> really? You did do that? that? Oh, yeah. Every every year when we, you know, <laughs> pass to the next grade. I passed to grade two. Oh, that's so cute. I remember I it like it was yesterday, man. Cold Lake, Alberta on the swing set. I passed a grade two. <laughs> oh, I love that. That is so cute. Nope, nope, we did nothing like that. <laughs> of course, I went to French school, so. <laughs> no. J'ai passé le grade No. <laughs> that was more franc-lay. doesn't quite roll off the tongue the same way, does it? <laughs> Probably not. Mm. <laughs> All right. Let's see. How much more time do we have, Mr. Grizzly? About five minutes. Ooh, about five minutes. Okay. Let's see uh, what I have here very quickly. Um, Celebration so of learning. Say, yes. Oh, wonderful. Yes, I like I that. I like that. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah, at that age, that's very good. Well, yeah, it's a celebration yeah. of learning because that's what it is, yeah. right? Realistically. Yeah. All right. Um... So that was the Toronto mayor stuff. Um, let's see, what else do we have here? Um, a little uh, bit of climate news. Um, mm. The federal government today will release its updated climate adaptation strategy. Uh, and there are various groups like the Pemba Institute that wants adaptations including in it, included in it that better reflect the urgency. Uh, mm. And in particular, uh, for example, to ensure that everybody has access to cool air inside, no matter what the conditions are outside. Right. Um, because the world's getting hotter and with four forest fires, you know, breathing bad air, uh, which requires better insulation and uh, moving to heat pumps, which is what we're trying to do here at the Beaver Lodge and we're mm -hmm. applying for grants, right? So we've got the Canada Energy Grant uh, in oh, Kingston right now. There's a pilot project called Better Homes Kingston where uh, the city is offering people up to 10% of the assessed value of their property on an interest-free loan that gets put on their tax bill for 20 years. Oh, 
well, that, like this to upgrade. That makes you, life a lot easier, right? Yeah, like this. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's to, to because most a, a good chunk of our GHG emissions are coming from our homes. Mm-hmm. So we have to change them and adapt them. And if we can keep our homes cooler without using gas furnaces, so for example, by taking air, the heat from the air and converting it to heat or to cool air, well, that would make a you know make a lot of changes. Um, and as carbon taxes are going up, the price of the oil and whatnot and gas are going to go up. Uh, over time, there's going to come a critical point where having one of these things is going to save you more money than oh, if yes. you don't. Well, and right. you, you've got the group out there who goes, look, I get that Canada per capita contributes more greenhouse gases than anybody. I get that. But we're only 40 million people, so it's just a drop in the bucket. So why are we doing this? I'm like, because it's the right thing, you chowder head? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I know that I'm making a mess, but somebody else is making a bigger mess, so I'll just continue to make a mess. That is not how you do it. But it's also not true. I mean, other countries are putting out a lot. Yes. But if it's if when you're talking about per capita, like this, we're hogs. Oh, yeah. We are taking we are. way more than our fair share. Well, like, well we live in a northern country. We live in like a, so do the Swedes. So do the Swedes, yeah. Right? So the Norwegians, so do the Finns. I mean, that we're not special. Uh, no. Okay, we have large line mass with big distance and things cost more. Than extreme temperature fluctuations between the seasons because they get the Gulf Stream, which keeps their, even though they get a lot of snow in in Scandinavia, they don't get the extreme cold that we get. No, no. So it's just, you know, yes, it is harder for us. There's no doubt. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that it doesn't have to be done. And it doesn't mean we... You know, that whole thing, we're only, ex- we're not even, we, we produce like one to one to 2% of the world's GHGs and we are far from 1.2% of the world's population. Yeah. So think about that for a second, right? I that mean, one, that, that little 1.2 that we contribute that would make it actually, yeah. Yeah. It makes a well, huge difference. Well, and consider, you know, one or two degrees rise in the nation, in the, in the, in the planet's oceans and uh-oh. Right. So uh, Ryan Ness of the Canadian Climate, Insti- Climate Institute says that the federal funding for climate change adaptation has really liked the funding that's been given to growing clean economy and reducing emissions. Mm-hmm. So we're putting money in those things, but we've not put so much into a- adaptation. So we need to do that. Uh, Caroline Briot, who's the head of the advocacy group Climate Action Network Canada, says we're seeing lots of political momentum, momentum for addressing the converging climate and debt crises. This one's on the world stage um, because we reported on the UN climate conference uh, that was in Montreal, the biodiversity one, and then the climate conference in Egypt. Mm-hmm. And at that point, uh, I think it was the prime minister of the Barbados, Mia Manke, uh, Mark Markley, who commented that the global north borrows at interest rates of between 1% to 4%, but the global south borrows at 14%. Yes, so what can happen is that when you get a climate disaster and then you have to take on debt, now you're taking debt and you're borrowing and then you can't take your climate action. So the World Bank has agreed that it would suspend debt payments for countries facing natural disasters. The IMF will direct more of its financing towards climate change issues. And later this year, wealthy nations will finally reach the goal of $100 billion per year in climate financing for the global south. So there is some progress. There is some progress, and Canada supports those uh, all, all those calls for help, including the plans to compensate the global south. And we were actually one of the first Western countries to agree to have a real conversation about the issue, even when it wasn't well received by our partners. Mm. <laughs> so there you go. And uh, 
the guy from uh, the Bahamas, the, uh, Barbados, the Prime Minister of Barbados, Mia Mar- Markley, uh, had a quote that was really interesting. And it applies not only to this, but to everything. Rules are made by us. They are not made to break us. That's right. That's good. That applies for everything. So this mm. whole paranoia thing that's going on, we get to make the rules. That's right. It's not made by somebody else. We, we, and, and, you know, as time has gone on, we've discovered that that's a bad rule. We'll change that. Slavery was once legal. Remember that? That was mm-hmm. a bad rule. Let's change that. There's just one example of, of probably thousands that over the last hundred years we've discovered, you know, um, that's, that's not good what we're doing. Let's, let's do something better instead. We can change the rules. Mm-hmm. They're not made to break us. You're absolutely right. He's a genius. Or he or she, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't he. Know. He, okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a very insightful individual. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to read up on this person. Yeah. So Prime Minister Barbados, everyone, if you have a moment. All right, Mr. Grizzly, do we have a show? Yes, we do. Uh, and I have to get to the office, so let's, uh, let's wrap okay. things up. And, well, uh, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll have caffeine tomorrow, so I'll probably be a little less mellow. I don't know. Do, do, you, do you like the less mellow? Or do you like the mellow, or do you like the, the, the little bit more fired up, Mr. Grizzly? You tell me, folks. You let us know in the comments, and I'll switch to decaf if that's the case. I like a little from column A and a little from column B. Variety is the spice of life. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> and that's why I was a PR guy. well kids that's the end of this episode of the daily beaver podcast i told you i was very good at what i did (laughs) we hope you love listening to us because we love making this for you remember that sharing is caring and word of mouth is priceless so please let your peeps know about us let your poops know about us too because democracy is something that you do well you know what if you're in toronto take a day off you did good yeah pat yourself on the back but i'm not paying you <laughs> you capitalist. Uh, I can't afford it. <laughs> uh, if you really like this podcast, you can find us on the Cryer Media Network as well as all Beaver Grizzly friendly platforms. Stars and reviews are appreciated. Um, some programming notes. Uh, I think I will be with Dean uh, today. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's a live thing, but because we're recording earlier than normal. Yeah, so it's probably, um, but, yeah. Broadcast so for it'll probably be broadly. recorded, um, but I will be uh, on Dean's today trying to make up for, for the last week when I couldn't make it. Um, and uh, Joe from uh, That Nerd Dad oh, cool. He's has uh, asked me to come and uh, do an interview talking about Pride-related stuff. And cool. So, um, yeah. So that'll be fun. So uh, watch for that. That'll, that will be coming out soon. Good All stuff. Right. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Reach us on our Facebook, True North Eager Beaver, Twitter at True Eager, and by email, True North Eager Beaver at gmail.com. Ooh, I like that, Jen. Damn fam. I like that. Uh, you can subscribe to us via our pod page, podpage.com slash the True North Eager Beaver, or to our True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated YouTube channel. Please smash those buttons, as Elaine says. Mm hmm. There you go. There was that squiggly to get to our pod cage, our pod page. Not, but we also have a pod cage, but that's completely different. Uh, but different we can't do that. I, I said pod cage. Really, I did. It's a different podcast altogether. It's a, that's that's it's where I sleep at night. I sleep in the pod cage, <laughs> like a little kitty cat or a puppy. You know, when they sleep, oh. they go sleep in the cage. Okay. <laughs> 
Come on, man. Mr. <laughs> Leather. I know, I know, but <laughs> not like 24 <laughs> 7. Fair enough. Fair enough. At least not me. <laughs> uh, oh boy, oh, I got thrown here. Uh, we, we can't do this without your oh boy, um, kind and generous support. So if you feel we've done a particularly good show, oh my! Uh, if you're watching, you can scan the QR code at the top left to find our coffee hot chocolate hydration fund. And if you're listening, let your fingers do the walking or use your voice command and go to coffee ko-fi.com slash eager beaver to make your donation uh oh and kid james i see you there um yeah um uh casual friday maybe i don't know if you're doing one this one i don't know uh, uh thanks and- again for dinner last friday brother i really do appreciate that uh, james treated uh, bridget and myself to dinner at uh, al's steakhouse he, he wanted oh. a steak and so i said yeah al's steakhouse is great it's just up the street and yeah, yeah so we went and had dinner Oh, lovely. So nice that you go. Oh, great, great. Oh, lovely. Um, I can't, yeah, I can't wait to meet him in person yet. It still hasn't <laughs> happened. Um, all right. So, yeah, we did the coffee thing. Yep, absolutely. So, ko-fi.com slash eagerbeaver to make your donation. Thank you very much. From the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying until next time, dear kids, it could be a tough world out there. So, please be kind to and gentle with yourself. Mr. Grizzly, words of wisdom? Well, James seems to think I owe him a Brazilian lady. So it's like, if you really want a Brazilian, I'll pay for a Brazilian. <laughs> How much is a Brazilian? Uh, I don't know. That was the George <laughs> Bush joke. That was the George Bush joke, right? The last couple right. of days in office and and uh, he's sitting there and reading over his briefs and, and he sees this thing and he goes, six Brazilian soldiers died on maneuvers in the Andes Mountains. He goes, oh my God, that's just terrible. That's terrible, Dick. That's terrible. I can't imagine the loss of humanity. That's just so tragic. Dick Cheney's looking at him like, wow, I was taking that really hard. That's just terrible. Six Brazilian soldiers. My goodness gracious me. That's just terrible. I didn't know we had soldiers in the Andes Mountains. Tell me something again, Dick. How many is a Brazilian? <laughs> oh, ooh, ooh. James says he'll take the Brazilian just for the nudity. <laughs> just for the nudity. <laughs> okay we're going off the rails <laughs> yeah, soon we have to wrap I gotta get to the office Ooh, I, I don't think the world is ready for that smooth a James <laughs> we like our James a little rough around the edges <laughs> alrighty <laughs> well- you are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum. And the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind.
I need to do some edits on the on the outro. I got that 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 long blank passage where the music is supposed to end. Eh, Drive me nuts. It's just it takes it, it takes time to do it, which is why I haven't done it. It's like each element. Like you have to understand that 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 thing is made up of multiple elements. Mm-hmm. Like even even the 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 you know please subscribe. That's got multiple elements. I have to move everything around. So that's created. So it's just cutting everything together. But anyway, it's 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 a lot of work, and I'm not happy about it. But there you are. The OCD in me won't won't allow it anymore. I have to fix it. I think he's just tired of seeing me speed up my dancing at the end. No, it's it's the long pause because when I I have to edit the audio to cut the silence out, right? And it's like, damn it. Otherwise, I could just cut and paste and go. But no, it's I you know, gotcha. Anyway, it's the extra work. All righty. All right, kids. We'll see you. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. Had, oh, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know? And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com.